0: when you're too cheap to go to the library. The Look Inside This Book Club.
1: I'm Becky Selengut.
0: And I'm Matthew Amster-Burton. Guess where we are. Do do I have to guess? Yes. Three guesses. Um, (gasps) Bermuda. It feels like Bermuda. Okay. Uh, Alderwood Mall. Oh, Ooh, good one. That train going by might be a hand. Okay, my third guess... Uh, <laughs> uh, the South Pole.
1: Ah, definitely on the South Pole, unless they brought brought trains in. Um, all right, listeners, you've had some time to guess where we are, and <laughs> that
0: must have been a fun game. That was everybody. a really fun yeah. game,
1: and so uh, it's the Alderwood Mall. No, uh, we are in. Um, I don't think I've
0: ever been to the Alderwood. I've Mall. never been
1: to the Alderwood Mall.
0: I don't recommend it. I think I think it's a place my mom likes to go to buy discount something.
1: Mm, now I want to play the game. What discount something does your mom know, Is it
0: is it like a is Alderwood Mall like an outlet mall? I don't know. Who I am, cares? Who cares? Why, why? This is so no, boring. Wait. Let's let's scrap the book. Let's. This is going to be the Alderwood Mall cast. <laughs> Not just this week, but every week. Uh, we're in Osaka, Japan. Uh, you just heard the Osaka Loop Line going by right outside our window. We're in the uh, Tsuruhashi neighborhood. Um, and, I mean, but you could probably tell. <laughs> Just just from the sound, right? Yeah.
1: And it's hotter than Hades here and very, very humid. And, um,
0: and I had to turn off the air conditioner or that's all you would have been able to hear on the podcast.
1: And because you're an asshole.
0: Yes. Um, and so, yeah, we've been, uh, I don't know, just eating stuff mostly. God, you, you don't want to know. We just sound like dicks.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Uh, I'm, I sound <laughs> hoarse. It's because I sang a whole bunch of karaoke songs last night. Um, did some uh, Bell and Sebastian followed by Kendrick Lamar? That was a, a nice uh, segue. You are horse, and you ate horse. That is, that's true. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You ate horse tongue, I ate and, horse now tongue.
1: A ho- and now you're horse. And now you're
0: horse. Oh wow! I'm being punished Whoa. by by the ghost of a horse.
1: That's that's some deep level shit right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when is this gonna wear off? Wait, am I gonna develop more and more horse related, not horse symptoms, but like. Horse traits.
1: You you ate hor- uh, tongue of two different animals this week.
0: Oh yeah, beef and horse. Hmm. Um wait, did you tr- not even try the horse tongue? I tried the horse
1: tongue. Uh-huh. I can't say I really loved the horse
0: tongue. No, I just wanna I just want to make sure I'm not the only one who had to eat it. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good.
1: Actually. You liked it. I did you notice I put my last piece on your plate?
0: I did. <laughs> Yeah, nice try. I
1: wanted to show the chef that I enjoyed everything.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) You wanted to show the chef uh, what kind of your two colors. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Should we we talk about a book? Let's talk about a book. Okay. Uh, So our book this week, uh, we are so happy to return to the uh, completely unhinged world of Brandon Sanderson. Uh, We are reading the follow-up to definitely my favorite book club book we've ever done, uh, Steelheart. The uh, the sequel is called Firefight.
1: Yes. Do you want to just, just for for shits and giggles, just give one liner about
0: what Steelheart was about to remind people? What, how can you sum that up in one line? Okay, it was in the future, there are superheroes but they're all evil and so regular people have to fight the superheroes, which sounds like a great premise, but it, the book is... Uh, Unspeakable,
1: it, unspeakable. There,
0: well, okay. The best thing about Steelheart, one of the best things, there. It gave so much that uh, there. One of the bad guys was named Death Point because he points at you and you die. Yep, that's it. So yep, Death right. Point. Um, so I've I've only read a little bit of this. We're going to do uh, same thing we did last time with Crap Killer. Only this time, I'm the picker. <laughs> Crap Killer still funny, still funny. Um, yeah. Oh, I hope they go to another planet in this book. Um, that. You know, the more I think about *Crab Killer*, first of all, *Crab Killer* was a pretty good book.
1: It's a great um, book. And, I loved it.
0: Uh, and I kind of want to go to a moon of Jupiter and just like go to the like skis district. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I really want to read the rest of that book.
0: Yeah, and it's short, so we we all should. Let's all, everyone, our if you if you love our show. And I know there is one of you out there, um, mm-hmm. maybe Mark in, in Minneapolis. I, I um, don't know if Mark's still listening. Mark Mark in Minneapolis, if you're still listening, uh, drop us a line. Yeah. Uh, why not throw a, a $2.99 or whatever? Probably It's probably a dollar for Crab Killer. Okay. Uh, so this book is called Firefight. It's by Brandon Sanderson. And we're going to continue uh, what we did last week. Um, I'm just going to read the book. Possibly skipping ahead as necessary. And uh, Becky can, uh, either of us can interrupt any time uh, to make an observation. Um, the kind of cogent uh, academic <laughs> analysis. We're, we're like... You've grown to love. Right. We look for, um, you know, symbols in the same way that uh, that guy from those Dan Brown books t- does. Oh,
1: yes. Um, absolutely. You know, it's possible...
0: Just by reading this book, we're going to uncover a conspiracy that involves some religious organization and, you know, all the world's governments and shit. (laughs) And shit. All right. Let's begin with the dedication. Let's. Which I offer without comment. For Nathan Goodrich, a dear friend who was patient enough to read my books when they were bad.
1: Huh. (laughs) wow let's unpack
0: that shall we no no let's just let's just leave it okay Mm -hmm. all right i should add that brandon sanderson is a mega best-selling author who has made squillions of dollars selling these books so i don't feel bad (laughs) prologue i watched calamity rise i was six years old then as i stood in the night on the balcony of our apartment I can still remember how the old air conditioner rattled in the window next to me covering the sound of father's crying. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> Wait, we're already we have to stop right there. <laughs> I know.
0: Well, okay, first of all, it makes me really upset that I had to turn off the air conditioner. Yeah. But covering the, the sound, sound of, of father's, fathers crying. crying.
1: That's a that's a great line in some ways because it really grabs you. I mean, in a really just like what? I guess it's sad.
0: The overworked machine hung out over a plummet of many wait, stories. Wait,
1: is the overworked machine the dad?
0: <laughs> yes. Well, that's why he's crying, because he, he's an overworked machine. Dripping water like perspiration from the forehead of a suicidal jumper. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, no, no, Sanderson, master of metaphor. The, the whoa. air conditioner was dripping perspiration, dripping water like perspiration from the forehead of a, of suicidal, a suicidal jumper. jumper. So... What this is telling me is, if uh, if my mm-hmm. air conditioner breaks down, I can just like uh, find someone who's really depressed and ask them to to um, uh, hang out on my balcony, right? Right. And yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this would condition the air, but it would take my mind off it. Or, I guess. or uh,
1: kill birds with two b-
0: kill b- birds. Yeah, kill, with birds. kill birds.
1: with one stone. Kill two birds with one stone, and have a depressed person walk underneath your apartment building and push the uh, air conditioner off.
0: And push the air. Uh, what? Yeah. Suicidal jumper. The oh, air conditioner okay. becomes the, oh. the weapon of death. It's death point, but with AC. That's, that is high, a high concept murder suicide. <laughs> well, it
1: was a high concept sentence. It's
0: true. The machine was broken. It blew air, but didn't make anything cold. That's my broken. Mother, <laughs> my mother had frequently turned it off. After her passing, my father left it on. He said he felt cooler with it running. <laughs>
1: Oh, God, I just fell asleep in that sentence. What is happening? It went from a very, very, like, (laughs) I I don't want to say deep, but complicated, uh, many-layered
0: sentence to um, I'm asleep right now. Okay. I lowered my popsicle and squinted at that strange red light, which rose like a new star above the horizon. Okay. Okay. There's, that's an, a euphemism. Yeah, I lowered my, po- oh, um, I'm sorry. Sorry I lowered my popsicle. This never happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, only no star had ever been that bright or that red. Crimson. It looked like a bullet wound in the dome of heaven itself. Wait,
1: what is happening? Well, first of all, of
0: all it's a U2 song, right?
1: Right. What What's happening? Why He lowered his popsicle.
0: Well, it's, I mean, you can He's, sort of see how they're going to do this in the the inevitable movie adaptation of this book, where, yeah. like, you know, the popsicle is lowering and the camera's panning up to the sky and you see this glowing, fiery orb. Gotcha. Which, actually, if you think it's about it, cool. we already have a glowing, fiery orb in the sky. But that's but anyway. It's, uh, it's called Trump's face. <clears throat> yes. On that night, Calamity, um, which is also a good name for Donald Trump, had blanketed the entire <laughs> city in a strange, warm glow. <laughs> I stood there, popsicle-melting, sticky liquid dripping down around my fingers as I watched the entire ascent. Then the screaming had started.
1: You know, you gotta give it to him. That's a pretty good... Pretty good.
0: Uh, I mean, not. There's parts that were weak, but, but that's. A, I'm interested. I agree. I have a real problem with then the screaming had started. Oh, just, just then the, the like, screaming started. started. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah that'd be no that'd fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. But but um, you know, you should give him some credit because uh, he used
0: to write books that were bad, and now they're good. I give him a C plus. Okay. Chapter one. David. The voice came from my earpiece. I shook out of my reverie. I'd been staring at Calamity again, but nearly 13 years had passed since Calamity's rise. I wasn't a kid at home with my father any longer. I wasn't e- even an orphan working at the munitions factory in the understreets. What? <laughs> no, like you do. Wait. Even... What, you? Okay. You didn't work at the munitions factory when you were a young orphan? You privileged fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I spent years... Um, working hand... munitions? Yeah you know like uh hand forming bullets like in Little House on the Prairie.
1: Yeah. I wonder if that biz- Japanese businessman that we we met spent years working in working the munitions
0: factory. Yeah, we should we, uh we went to a bar the other night and a uh drunk businessman who was sitting next to me very kindly bought us some drinks and a flaming dessert. On the uh, on the downside, we had to listen to his drunken philosophy of life over and (laughs) over over, again, which basically consisted of, uh, you know, live live each day like it's your last because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, thanks, dude. Rinse, repeat, and then a whole bunch of "I am rich." Yes, he told us he was rich many times. I was a reckoner. He didn't say that. No. (laughs) Here I answered, shouldering my rifle and crossing the rooftop. It was night, and I swore I could see a red cast to everything from Calamity's light, though it had never again appeared as bright as it had that first evening. Downtown New Cago spread out before me, its surfaces reflecting starlight. Everything was steel here, like a cyborg from the future with the skin ripped off. Only, you know, not murderous, or, well, alive at all. (laughs) I think this is the city they're referring to? The city is not alive but looks like a Terminator? Man, I thought, I really do suck at metaphors. <laughs> no. Steelheart was dead now, and we had reclaimed New Cago's upper streets, including many amenities the elite had once reserved for themselves. <laughs> I could take a shower every day in my own bathroom. I almost didn't know what to do with such luxury, other than, you know, not stink. That's a, that's a lot of, like, wells in you know. I know. Okay. Very conversational. New Cago, at long last, was free. I'm going to assume this is something that happened in the previous book.
1: Yes. So so if you remember, listeners, New Cago was uh, the place that we visited to last time in Steelheart, and it's still funny now. Yes.
0: <clears throat> it was my job to make sure it stayed that way. I don't see anything, I whispered, kneeling beside the edge of the rooftop. I wore an earpiece that connected wirelessly to my mobile.
1: <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> Okay, but
0: when wouldn't we want to assume that in the future that we have
1: wireless connections?
0: That's a good point. Um wait, but except an earpiece that an ear <laughs> earpiece that connected wirelessly to my mobile. he was wearing like one of those bluetooth. Yes, things. exactly that's what I'm saying. Like okay, well, this guy's a jackass right. <laughs> that's all that means. <laughs> a small camera on the earpiece allowed Tia to watch what I was seeing, and the earpiece was sensitive enough to pick up what I said, even when I spoke very softly,
1: yeah, that's what sensitive means. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's that is a good point. Keep watching, Tia said over the line. Cody reports that Prof and the Mark went your direction. It's quiet here, I whispered. Are you sure? The rooftop exploded just beside (sighs) me. I yelped rolling backwards as the entire building shook. The blast sprang bits of broken metal across me. Calamity! Those shots packed a punch.
1: Wait, he's just using that word. Just, that, it
0: seems like he's just using it like, as a swear word.
1: Calamity! Oh, calamity!
0: Calamity! Oh, my stars! Shut that the <laughs> That's
1: another planet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sparks! Cody yelled over the line. She got around me, lad. Coming up on your north side. I just realized because Cody said lad that probably uh, Cody has an English accent, which I'm not going Ah, uh, Yes. <laughs> His voice was drowned out as another glowing energy pulse shot up from the ground below and ripped the side off the rooftop near where I hid. Okay, let's guess what a glowing energy pulse is. Mm, I'm going to say it's um, some sort of uh, robo-ejaculation. <laughs> I got nothing better than that. Run, Tia yelled, like I needed to be told. I oh. got moving. Well, that was, that was sort of bitter. Yeah. To my right, a figure materialized out of... Yeah, Reckoners got to work together. Right. If, if they're going to be sniping at each other with, with petty, sarcastic comments, yeah. they're going to lose the fight. Right. To my right, a figure materialized out of light. Dressed in a black jumpsuit and sneakers, Sourcefield wore a full mask, like a ninja might wear, and a long black cape. Source field. Source field. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's pause and guess. Yeah. Um, mm. Hmm. I have not. I've not read that far ahead, so I do not know the answer so of what? what 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 source field's power is.
1: Oh, I think it's the, the pulsing lights, mm. the the uh, the glowing energy pulse. Okay. Shooting up. So it's
0: like source fields, like source of a force source of force, field? Of energy, okay, force all right. field. All right. Um, some epics bought into the whole inhuman powers thing more than others. Honestly, she looked ridiculous, even if she did glow faintly blue and crackle with energy spreading across her body.
1: Way to, way to like, power shame the woman. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she looked ridiculous. Right. She, I'm would sorry. Would you
0: describe a male? Yeah, that I don't way? think I so. I don't think so. If she touched some... Oh, here we go. So here's the explanation. Right. If she touched something, she could transform into energy and travel through it. It wasn't true teleportation, but close enough. And Wait. the more conductive the substance, the farther she could travel. Hold up. It wasn't true teleportation.
1: Does that mean like she leaves a limb behind?
0: That is an excellent <laughs> question. Or or like a part of her, uh, you know, a feather from her uh, oh. flamboyant cape or something.
1: Yeah, I don't think it gets to work that easily. Where you only leave clothing. Like I think uh, yeah, sometimes right. that probably. technology is going to have like, some
0: some. Uh, what's the word? <clears throat> repercussions? Well, no, like the... Um,
1: uh, oh, my God, my language. Um, uh,
0: Side effects? No,
1: like a computer system, a new software update. Bugs? Bugs. It's going to have some bugs. Yes, like you <laughs> find Sourcefield's toe. Right.
0: <laughs> um, if you find a part of Sourcefield, do you have, like, limited powers of source field? Just running around holding a toe up at people? Yeah, like... And, like. And then we would, would that help you to teleport part of
1: yourself, so then you have, like, a toe and your hand... In somewhere else, this gets very, this is, it's a pile of organs that are going to end up in various places.
0: Gross, <laughs> that's that one of the worst things about living in New Chicago, <laughs> is coming across a pile of organs pretty much every block, sometimes with a crackling energy. And you don't around know if they're them. on
1: their way somewhere or if they you need yep. to help them, like do you need directions, right? Like, toe. excuse me,
0: excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> like, sure, you're just you're just like an ear and a clitoris <laughs> and half a knee, but um,
1: do you still say ma'am when you're only talking about
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, (laughs) all right. Uh, The more conductive the substance, the farther she could travel, so a city made of steel was kind of like paradise for her. It was surprising it had taken her so long to get here. (laughs) As if teleportation weren't enough, her electrical abilities also made her impervious to most weapons. The light shows she gave off were famous. I'd never seen her in person before, but I'd always wanted to see her work.
1: Oh, my gosh. And then she shoots ping pong balls out of her vagina (laughs) for the light show. I've
0: always wanted to to see see your show, Sourcefield. (laughs) Just not from so close up. Oh, my God. That's, that's from the book.
1: Nothing has changed in the world, people.
0: Yeah. Women were still
1: just entertaining men.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, this is this is a, a superhuman, uh, you know, death machine. And it's like, hey, I, I want to I see your tits, basically. <laughs> Scramble the plan, Tia ordered. Prof, John, report in. Abraham. I listened with only half an ear as a globe of crackling electricity whizzed by me.
1: Hold on, only half an ear. We have to actually question <laughs> if part of him has gone off to part some other. Of got teleported.
0: <laughs> I skidded to a stop and dashed the other way as a second globe passed right through. Wait, as uh, one what? globe, second globe. I think re- I think she teleported her breast. <laughs> um. Passed right through where I'd been standing. That one hit the rooftop, causing another explosion and making me stumble. Shards of metal pelted my back as I scrambled to the side of the building. Then I leaped off. Hmm. I didn't fall far before hitting the balcony of a penthouse apartment. Heart pounding... (laughs) This is going to be the beginning of, like, a penthouse letter, right? Right. (laughs) So I was fighting (laughs) Sourcefield. I never thought this would happen to me. And I fell onto this balcony of a penthouse apartment, and I looked through the window, and you'll never believe what I saw. Trump. Heart pounding, I darted inside. A plastic cooler waited on the other side by the door. I I threw open the lid and fished around, trying to remain calm. Okay, wait. what What do we think is in this? A plastic cooler. Well, I'm thinking a beer. <laughs> like he needs he's like pausing for a, for a course. Okay. Light because you got to you got to stay trim <laughs> you're, uh, when you're fighting epics. Uh, mm. Sourcefield had come to New Kago earlier in the week. She'd started killing immediately. As one does. <laughs> um I mean she she didn't even like stop for for like uh, an okonomiyaki first nope, or something, nothing. okay? Um, yeah, I mean, we we came to Osaka earlier in the week, and we you know we had to rest up a couple days before we started killing. Oh
1: gosh, is this where I tell you I actually started killing oh. immediately when I went to the bathroom? You have your
0: work ethic is so admirable.
1: <laughs> Thank you. No,
0: I believe I know you started killing when you went to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> I was killing it. She started killing immediately. Random people, no perceivable purpose behind it, just like Steelheart had done is in his early days. <laughs> Then she started calling out for the citizens to turn in the Reckoners so she could bring us to justice. A twisted brand of epic justice. They killed whomever they wanted, but to strike back was an offense so great they could barely conceive it. Well, she'd see soon enough. So far, our plan to bring her down wasn't going terribly well, but we were the Reckoners. We prepared for the unexpected. Sorry. From the cooler, I pulled out a water balloon. That's
1: not what I expected.
0: This I thought had better work.
1: Are Wait, we about what? to
0: learn that Source Field is not waterproof? Does really? it ever rain in New Cago? All right. Well, no. Let's let's withhold judgment here. We don't know what's going to happen. Tia and, I, Tia and I had debated for days on Source Field's weakness. Every epic had at least one, and often they were random. Why did they? Well, never mind. What? You had to research an epic's history, the things they avoided, to try to figure out what substance or situation might negate their powers. Yeah, I hate powers. this kind of writing. Oh yeah, what, this is so not necessary. And how did they do this? Like, I want, I want the next seventeen paragraphs to describe how they did the research. Did they go to the library? Did they do it with their Bluetooths? Um, did they ask Siri? Um, <laughs> This balloon contained our best guess as to Sourcefield's weakness. Oh, we don't know if it... Well, it did say water balloon. Maybe it has something other than water mm. in it. I turned, hefting the balloon in one hand, rifle in the other, watching the doorway and waiting for her to come after me. David, Tia asked over the earpiece. Yeah, I whispered, anxious, balloon ready to throw. Why are you watching the balcony? Why was I... Oh, right. Sourcefield could travel through walls. Ah. Uh-huh. All right. Hmm. Feeling like an idiot, I jumped backward just as Sourcefield came down through the ceiling. Electricity buzzing all around her. She hit the floor on one knee, hand out, a ball of electricity growing there, casting frantic shadows across the room. He and Sourcefield are totally gonna fuck, totally. right? Like this, there is so much. I mean, the sexual tension yeah. has literally become electric.
1: It's gonna be on a waterbed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, just you know, it could be it could be Sourcefield's last fling, right. literally last. Feeling nothing but a spike of adrenaline, I hurled the balloon. It hit Sourcefield right in the chest, and her energy blast fizzled into nothing. Red liquid from the balloon splashed on the walls and floor around her. Too thin to be blood. It was an old powdered fruit drink you mixed with water and sugar. I remembered it from childhood, and it was her weakness. Okay, so high C is inside this balloon. Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Or Capri Sun. Okay. Well, in fact... If she's allergic to, like, all sweetened childhood fruit drinks, they should have just bought Capri Sun packs instead of filling balloons.
1: What the hell is this The, the, the started? This whole book started
0: with a Popsicle. And now we're into a water balloon filled with fruit drinks. So, do you think he wrote it in the, like, in the summer, it was really hot in his in his it's den. Something. Uh, and he's like, damn, like, right. I need a Popsicle. I could go for some high C. Right. Like, is, is there any, hey kids, is there any Hawaiian punch in the house? Like, bring bring daddy an HP. That's he, a he
1: obviously punch. has young kids. Yeah. My guess, the author.
0: Yeah, like he's like going to the freezer like, right. <laughs> like okay, what, what, fuck what, I'm what, hot. <laughs> like, ooh, let's put this in the book. Totally. Hey, Eggo waffles. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you could fling these at an Epic and like slice their head off with a sharpened Eggo. Dirty diapers take down a lot of other Epics. <laughs> <Rust>. <laughs> but probably a lot of Epics wear diapers though, because it seems like they're killing nonstop and they, you know, they can't, they can't stop. For a, although probably there are some epics who have, like, you know, deadly epic shits. <laughs> but I, well, I wish I had never said that.
1: <laughs> Maybe we should take it to a
0: break. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> okay, we're back. <clears throat> so let's, let's recap, in case you just joined us. Yeah. No, let's not no, do that. Not. Nobody just joined us. <laughs> I remembered it from childhood, and it was her weakness. Heart thumping, I unslung my rifle. Sourcefield stared at her dripping torso as if in shock. Oh come on.
1: Really? <laughs> it hits her in the chest, uh-huh. dripping torso. They're totally gonna bang.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, well it sounds like they already did. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Through the black mask she wore kept me from though the black mask she wore kept me from seeing her expression. Lines of electricity still worked across her body like tiny glowing worms. Oh gosh. Just... <laughs> I leveled the rifle and pulled the trigger. The crack of gunfire indoors all but deafened me, but I delivered a bullet directly towards Sourcefield's face. Oh. Wow, that, that's harsh. That bullet exploded as it passed through her energy field. Even soaked with Kool-Aid, her protections worked.
1: <laughs> okay. And then the, the, the Kool-Aid guy comes, breaks through the wall.
0: Whoa. So uh, since uh, since the last segment, uh, we've been evicted and had to leave the country. <laughs>
1: Let's, this that is, is this
0: is all literally true. Literally true. true. But uh, so it turned out we were supposed to check out of our apartment at 10 a.m. And when we were recording, it was like 1015.
1: So we got a knock at the door and then two very, very, very polite people there. And we were like, wow, so sorry. And then it was the quickest pack job I've ever done in my whole entire life. I basically dumped, flipped the bed into my l- luggage. How would you define pack job? Pack job? Oh, no, it wasn't pretty. Yeah. Put it that way. It, uh, things were hanging out left and right. It sure. was pretty obvious it was done quickly.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was uh, it was a very quick pack job. um, And uh, then we had to go to the airport. So uh, now we're back in Seattle, but we still apparently are forced to read firefight. (laughs) I don't even remember where we left off. Can you maybe like back up
1: like one half
0: paragraph? Yeah, okay. Well, I'll I'll tell you. So uh, um, our narrator whose name I have forgotten um, is fighting with Sourcefield, uh, whose power is like, oh, she can she can like move through matter using electricity right right uh it's coming and, back to me now and also um they're definitely in love and he pulled a uh, kool-aid filled water balloon out and threw it at her oh because they determined that that her weakness is kool-aid uh and but uh we we don't know if if it has defeated her or not
1: what was it the high sea high sea monster what was the high sea like cheer as they like came through the wall Oh, uh... Was it just Oh hi c
0: It was the Kool-Aid man. It was a Kool-Aid? Kept, yeah, okay. yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, and, okay, so uh, we're going to pick it up there. That bullet exploded as it passed through her energy field. Even soaked with the Kool-Aid, her protections worked. She looked at me, her electricity flaring to life, gl- growing more violent, more dangerous... Lighting the room like a calzone stuffed with dynamite. No. Yes.
1: No, come on. Have you ever had one of those? A a dynamite stuffed calzone? Yeah. Totally. But that's just not the right place for that.
0: Uh, But they're so delicious. (laughs) One time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No one's ever been able to have two. Matthew just jumped over and then like cupped my microphone with his hand and I'm strangely turned on right now.
0: (laughs) Wait till my electricity starts crackling. (laughs) What would you, what kind of electricity would be in your calzone? Oh, pepperoni. Okay, Pep, uh, electro-electroni. So, so
1: we, our theory, our working theory here is that he, whatever's in the refrigerator is what
0: informs his writing. Like, oh, that's right. So, Thank like, you. whatever yes.
1: fruit drinks,
0: whatever. You yeah. Know. So he hey. looked in the refrigerator. Yeah. There was Kool Aid. Like, oh, I can, we can put that in the story. There was a calzone. Oh, look, yeah, there was a calzone. calzone. Um, there's like What's a, next? A, a wilted lettuce head. That's gonna. There's gonna be an epic whose head is a wilted head of lettuce. And that's and has the power to ruin your salad. I don't know, but if there
1: if we get like a, a like an egg salad bomb, it's gonna really Ugh. it's gonna be really bad for you. That is literally hate the worst,
0: the most. That that is a an inhuman weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> the, the Geneva Convention should should ban that with the utmost. Uh oh, uh oh. Chapter two. <laughs> that that was
1: the end of chapter one. The
0: end of chapter one was uh uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. oh. Yeah. I scrambled into the hall as the doorway exploded behind me. The blast threw me face first into the wall, and I heard a crunch.
1: Wait, um, was there tomato everywhere? <laughs> like, what? I assume
0: so, like electric tomato. Okay, okay go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the one hand, I was relieved. The crunching sound meant that Prof was still alive. His epic abilities granted me a protective field. So wait, they have an epic on their side? I guess this must be something that happened in... Uh, Steelheart.
1: I think this is something that happened while we were
0: on the plane home. Yeah, probably. On the other hand, an evil, angry, killing machine was chasing me.
1: Oh, seriously? That's a line? Yeah. That's so
0: lame. Evil and angry. (laughs) Uh, Just just one of those would would be, uh, you know, be like, whatever. (laughs) Evil, killing machine that's just thursday
1: well doesn't evil and angry kind of go together well I don't do know, you really be, need to say it do you, you can can it be, be benevolent kind of evil i mean kind of evil
0: and controlled in like a uh, you know menacing but not angry oh, sort yeah, of way kind of like
1: death point the way death point came in in the last book Did, yeah. yeah he came in very calm right it's like very calm and i'm evil. here to
0: make a withdrawal and by the way boom, boom. your bones clattering to the ground oh that's right oh i, I forgot how everyone was turning <laughs> <Dust>. into bones <laughs> that's pretty funny okay Okay, so there so we we've
1: determined that you can be calm and cool and evil and also angry and evil. All right.
0: Yeah, but can you be angry? Yeah, you can be angry and good. We're basically describing yeah. character alignments in D&D. So, I'm just going to let that one okay. go. Some of our listeners are totally into this. Okay. My brothers just got really excited. Okay.
1: It was like a calzone dynamite blue. In, <laughs> in his pants.
0: I pushed myself back from the wall and dashed down the metal hallway, which was lit by the mobile I wore strapped to my arm. Zip line, I thought. Frantic. Which way? Right, I think. Don't know what's going on at Zip all. Zip
1: line, I thought. I have that thought all the time. Right? Yeah. Shooting through metal tubes. What are we talking about?
0: I found Prof, Abraham's voice said in my ear. He's encased in some kind of energy bubble. He looks frustrated. <laughs> it's a meatball. Yeah, or yeah, like um, it's a uh, it's um when when Han Solo was uh, was encased in carbonite, only only meat. Yeah. Oh wait, are you saying that Prof is a human dumpling? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Throw Kool Aid on it, I said, panting. This is so don-
1: dumb. <laughs> this is so dumb. Did you pick this book once you saw the Kool Aid, or is this just a like we are just I, this I, is bonus time? No, I
0: picked it. Sight unseen, just knowing that Steelheart was so great that this had to deliver, at least in some respect. This is delivering then way when more. And when I saw the Kool-Aid thing, I'm like, I, I don't know, though. It's Steelheart, Steelheart was kind of more stupid in some ways. You think? I, well, this one's
1: obviously stupid. Yeah. Like, that one was more like trying, trying
0: to be actually good. Right. Okay. Throw Kool-Aid on it, I said. Panting, dodging down a side hall as electric blasts ripped apart the hallway behind me. Sparks. She was furious. I'm aborting the mission, Tia said. Cody, swing down and pick up David. Don't remember who any of these people no. are. Okay. Doesn't matter, no. Roger, Cody said. Yeah, and who's, who's Roger? Who's Roger? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> a faint thumping sounded over his communication line. The sound of copter rotors. Is that good? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Tia, no, I said, entering a room. I threw my rifle over my shoulder and grabbed a backpack full of water balloons. This
1: is the dumbest thing. Every time they bring us back to the damn water balloons, it's like so, they become kids on the sidewalk.
0: Right now, they're gonna have to run away, but in a three-legged race or it, a sack race. It's, <laughs> then um, balance an see. egg on a spoon. <laughs> right then, they're gonna have to roast marshmallows <laughs> and other shit from camp.
1: Hey, um, does it is is Kool Aid trademarked? Every time you see it,
0: it is, well, it's it's capitalized. So they are. Do you think Kool Aid's getting a hit? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, this, this is an enormously popular series. You would. You would think. I mean, their publisher would, would be stupid not to not to right? hit up Kool Aid and say, "Hey, you're you're the hero of this story." Kool I mean, Aid's like Kool Us. Well, uh, why? Well, but also like weird com- It's weird that Kool Aid Man himself has not appeared yet, and could be good or evil evil if kool-aid man doesn't appear by the end of this chapter i want my zero dollars back
1: and do you think that the really horrible blue raspberry flavor is going to make an appearance oh god because that really was bad well i mean and it turned your tongue blue (laughs) it was such a bad idea it was new coke all
0: (laughs) kool-aid form (laughs) although i got i kind of love a blue raspberry slurpee or icy oh do you yeah uh The plan is falling apart, Tia said. Prof is supposed to be point, David, not you. Besides, you just proved that the balloons don't work. Oh, wait, David must be the uh, protagonist. I don't care. Okay. I pulled out a balloon and turned, then waited a heartbeat until electricity formed on one of the walls, announcing Sourcefield. She appeared a second (laughs) later. Hey, guys, it's me, Sourcefield. No, no, you're joking. She really said that? No, that's me. Okay, <laughs> I
1: was like, she did not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I rolled my balloon at her. She cursed and jumped to the side, and red splashed along the wall. Are they going to explain anywhere how they determined that Sourcefield's weakness was Kool-Aid or why a superhero's weakness might be Kool-Aid? I don't. We're not going to be able. We're not going to stick with this long enough
1: to find the answer.
0: I turned and ran, shoving my way through a door into a bedroom, making for the balcony. Balcony. She's afraid of the Kool Aid, Tia. I said. My first balloon negated an energy blast. We have the weakness right. Oh, God!
1: This is the dumbest book ever, Matthew.
0: (laughs) She still stopped your bullet. True. I jumped out onto the balcony, looking up for the zip line. It wasn't there. uh, this Kool Aid thing—it's just the it, it distracting, like I kinda, all get out. I kind of love it, though. Do you? Oh, you can have this book. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there's no way to go from there. Like, I don't want to read the rest of the book, but if it's just a short story about a monster that's allergic to Kool Aid, I'm, I'm kind of into that.
1: I think there's lots of ways to go. I think I think as long as they just keep going down this like candy and oh. sweet and drink thing. So
0: if every chapter it's like a freak of the week kind of thing, every chapter a different epic appears, and each one is allergic to some kind of junk food yes okay i would be
1: into that if i feel like it'll
0: be worse if they leave this kool-aid thing and go into regular weaponry that's a good point what if what if like as a you know um uh like a twist one of them is allergic to like muesli (laughs) I, I think I think maybe allergic is not the right word here, but whatever. I
1: just like the just using the word muesli. Yeah, I know. Muesli is a really gross sounding word. It is. Yeah, it's like muselage. Yeah, it's like, like, mucilage. Yeah, mu- it's like it, it, mucilage. Yeah, Mucilage, which is sort of like fuselage. Do you re- did you have mucilage, in school? That's is, is, is like holds <laughs> the plane together. It holds the plane together. <laughs> it holds, yeah. holds the plane together it's full of why is, snotty yeah, why is oatmeal.
0: This plane so so it's, it's greasy, <laughs> sticky, uh, gloopy. Mucilage. Did you have in school the mucilage dispenser? with the uh rubber tip that you would like smear and it had a slit in the tip can you just stop using those words (laughs) it was was, was just had a slit all of those words that mucilage would ooze out of (laughs)
1: okay back up (laughs)
0: what is mucilage again it's glue (laughs) but it's glue no one calls it mucilage it's just (laughs) but in at this point in my in my uh educational career we did call it mucilage i think
1: you really did yeah it was so like a
0: specific kind of glue. I don't know if it's made anymore. started early. Yeah. Yeah. D&D. <clears throat> <and> D. <laughs> okay, so, so uh, uh, David <laughs> looked for the zipline. It wasn't there. Tia cursed in my ear. That's what you were running for? The zipline's two apartments over, you slants.
1: <laughs> oh, this is the point in the book where we have to make up our own insults. Uh-huh, yep. Sl- how do you spell
0: Slants. S-L-O-N-T-Z-E. Fuck you. So it you. could be Slonzy, I guess. Shut up. I think Slonzy was a hate, character on Happy Days. I hate everything in this book. <laughs> sparks. In my defense, wait, wait a minute. I just realized something. When they've been saying Sparks, I, think, I thought they were talking about a different epic, but it's just a sw- like a sci-fi swear. Oh. I, oh, Jesus. Sparks. In my defense, <laughs> hallways and rooms all look very similar when everything's made of steel. Do they look more similar than when everything's made of drywall? No. No. The thumping copter was near near now. (laughs) 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 Cody had almost arrived. Gritting my teeth, I leaped up onto the rail, then threw myself toward the next balcony over. I caught it by its railing, my rifle swinging over one shoulder, backpack on the other, and hauled myself up. David, Tia said. Primary trap point is still functioning, I asked, climbing over a few lawn chairs that had been frozen in steel. What? (laughs) What? well you know when steel they Heart, still have lawn chairs in the fu- in the dystopian future yeah. well yeah but it's only they the were kind... shitty. they're shitty now well you know the kind that you try and like adjust into position sh- and like yeah. they never stay in place yeah. that's the kind they have in the dystopian future
1: well the steel the steel freezing it in place would be helpful
0: yeah yeah that's true <laughs> i reached the other side of the balcony and jumped up onto the railing i'll take your silence as a yes i said and leaped across I hit hard, slamming into the steel railing of the next balcony over. I grabbed one of the bars and looked down. I was dangling 12 stories in the air. I shoved down my anxiety and with effort hauled myself up. (laughs) Behind me, Sourcefield peeked out onto the balcony I'd left. I had her scared, which was good, but also bad.
1: Oh, that was informative
0: it was good but, but also, also bad. bad I needed her to be reckless for the next part of our plan that meant provoking her unfortunately
1: uh, this book is just the pits it's really horrible
0: <laughs> how do you okay how, how do you think David is going to provoke Sourcefield uh, I think maybe like set up a Kool-Aid stand <laughs> like, you come on you know you want it 25 cents 25 uh, space future cents steel cents <laughs> I swung up onto the balcony, fished out a Kool-Aid balloon and lobbed it in her direction. Then without looking to see if the balloon hit, I jumped onto the railing and grabbed the zip line handle, then kicked off. The balcony exploded. Oh my god. A lot of stuff just exploded.
1: Do you think like like I he I every time you say Kool-Aid I hear cha ching. Like I
0: really <laughs> yes. do like
1: That's seriously. right. Seriously. Okay.
0: They're like um, this is uh, let's let's recreate the the phone call between uh Kool-Aid. Brandon Sanderson and the Kool-Aid company. Yeah. Like, all right, I'll I'll be I'll be Kool-Aid. You'll be Kool Aid? Yeah. All right. Hello.
1: Hey, so um I'm this f- famous author. You oh, might uh no. Stephen King. No. What's your name? Um uh, that's not important okay. right now. All What's right. important is that um, I have this amazing idea to
0: create. Daniel Steele?
1: Uh, no, um, I just <laughs> Brandon Sanderson.
0: Right, Brandy Henderson, <laughs> who by the way is a friend of ours. I know. <laughs> well done. Um,
1: so I have this really great idea to do like this, like uh, you know, like there's epics that come down, they kill people, but it's like they're. They, I want to come up with a weapon right. that's like really like colorful right. and like sickly sweet, and that like would just destroy people, but sure. that kids would still really be like think is cool,
0: like a p- colorful gun.
1: Yeah, like it, it's like an aid. It, it aids people in like you know. Sick saving worlds and uh, and it's sir, really hip. We're,
0: we're a drink company. Are you sure you have the right number? I
1: absolutely have the right number. I'm wondering if um you'd be okay if I used your name and uh, made it like a very extremely
0: syrupy sweet weapon that destroyed people. So let me get this straight. You want to use our product in the book to kill people. With diabetes. I want to kill people with the sugars. And you said your name was J.K. Rowling. <laughs> this call is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll get back to you on this. <laughs> I think we, I think I need improv too, Matthew. Fortunately <laughs> I the, didn't learn enough in improv one. The zip line was affixed to the roof, not the balcony itself, and the cable remained firm. Bits of molten metal zipped through the dark air around me as I dropped along the line, picking up speed. Turns out those things are a lot faster than they look. Zip lines, I guess. Skyscrapers passed me on either side in a blur. I felt like I was really falling. Oh <laughs> really. What? I managed to shout, half panicked, half ecstatic, before everything lurched around me and I crashed into the ground, rolling on the street. Now, I, this, this I know from watching all the Fast and Furious movies, that if you hit the ground, like, off a zip line, falling off a building, out of a moving car, as long as you roll over a couple of uh-huh. times, you'll you're be fine. You're fine, you're
1: yep. fine, yep, yep.
0: Whoa, I said, pushing myself <laughs> up off the ground. The city spun like a lopsided top. My shoulder hurt, and although I'd heard a crunch as I hit, it hadn't been loud. It's probably the uh, potato chips he had in his pocket. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> the protected field that Prophet granted me was running out. They could only take so much punishment before he had to renew them.
1: Okay. All,
0: All right. right. Okay. Yes. Um, timeout.
1: We have to be done with our time today. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you wanna read one more paragraph?
0: <laughs> David, Tia said, Sparks. Sourcefield oh. cut the zip line with one of her shots. That's why you fell at the end. Thanks. I mean this book can't get any better. I mean we've no. how can we
1: get like is there gonna be another calzone of dynamite?
0: Um, well, I mean, they've already, he's already done that. I mean.
1: Did he really say it was like a calzone of dynamite?
0: Yes. I'm not creative enough What does that
1: fucking mean? I mean, it doesn't, like, why would you wrap dynamite in like warm dough? Like imagery. imagery.
0: But the more you describe this, the more hungry I'm getting. (laughs) Like,
1: Like it's the strangest thing. It's like, it's like a, a, a nappy full of. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: come what, on, help me out. What could be worse than what a nappy is usually filled with? Well,
1: it's just like, why would you encase something in like a like a warm, soft
0: well, I'm edible imagining, dough? I'm imagining it's just like a really spicy calzone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He made it sound like it was like a
1: legitimate metaphor. Like this is something people know. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know. I, I, like well, a dynamite, like a calzone full of dynamite.
0: Yeah, well, it... it I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I'm stuck on well, that. Well, again, but like there was the calzone full of dynamite, and there was the the guy the guy encased in a dumpling skin or something. <laughs> um, he, clearly, the author was just really hungry while writing this. Wait, you made that up? There
1: wasn't. No, there was a someone, someone was oh, encased like in, in, in something. Encased in, in a
0: ball. Yeah, a meatball. Yeah. meatball. right? Yeah, yeah. All right. It well, didn't but, literally say meatball, but we know what he meant. I think this book is a giver.
1: I think I think the other one, you're right, was a little bit less. Um, obviously
0: contri- contrived so it like oh it, it was less contrived when when everybody well the thing i remember about steelheart god i love so much that they were just hanging out in a bank, bank for for the for the opening of the book
1: yeah i know
0: <laughs> and like it's it, okay i i just you could if you let me i would reminisce about steelheart for another 45 minutes that's okay that keeps us off of this book um that's true uh you want some kool-aid <laughs> Um, oh, what you know hey, uh, hey Kool Aid, <laughs> wasn't
1: that it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: um, I I don't know if Hi C had any memorable ad campaign. I, I mean, I remember Hi C and Hawaiian Punch and Sunny D and Kool Aid and I think you have your answer. If you say I don't remember any campaign with Hi C, then they didn't yeah, do their job, right? But are th- These, these kinds of drinks, do they? I mean, I know kids drink shitty. Sugar water, but like, what is it these days? Are they, are the kids oh, all yeah. on to like, uh, Red Bull or, cause, cause I feel like Capri Sun and that sort of thing is not as much of a thing anymore. I, but
1: I think, yeah, I think people are so down on fruit, fruit juices, like sweetened fruit juices, like parents aren't giving their kids that stuff anymore.
0: Oh, but the kids have got to have a
1: source. Sure. I think they're going with the they go energy, to the energy field. I think they're going to the energy drinks. I okay. think that's, I think you're right with that.
0: All right. Uh, we'll be back in a minute to tell you about, uh, next week's selection. Yes. All right, we're back, and um,
1: I've just picked out a new book for us. Uh, it's called Playboy Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> the name is obviously what caught me. I like it already. Uh, it's by Penelope Ward and V. Keeland. We've got. Uh, so it
0: took it took two people to write Playboy took, Pilot. It took
1: two people to write Playboy Pilot. One's it's the a,
0: Playboy, one's the pilot. It's a
1: New York Times best selling book.
0: Fuck you.
1: <laughs> and oh, I'm sorry. It's not a best selling book. It's their best selling authors. Oh, okay. So. <laughs>
0: So this this one failed
1: well this is, from New York Times bestselling authors Penelope warden v. Keelan comes a sexy new standalone novel. So, oh so it's
0: not part of one the direction <laughs> exactly:
1: Money or love, which would you choose
0: You want me to decide now? Sure
1: um, I already know the answer, just looking at your life
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean can I, can i choose can I choose the one i don't already have <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 all right uh so all right penelope pilot no <laughs> playboy pilot uh we, we will uh we'll see you next time you can find us uh on sorry yeah, excuse me to all right, tell me it. something about uh penelope no, i just
1: am amazed 354 customer reviews all those stars are filled in that's pretty good
0: oh like five like stars average, oh wow yes
1: that's really good
0: well maybe maybe we're gonna love it like we've never loved anything in our lives.
1: I don't know. Their other books are Cocky Bastard.
0: That's okay. All right. Gosh. All right. Anyway, uh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. And uh, you can find us online, uh, lookinsidethisbookclub.com. Uh, and uh, we will, uh, well, you can uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which this week stands for uh, Look Inside This Ballistic Calzone. Yes. Very good. Thank you. And jet lagged, too. Um. And uh, until next time, we'll be here <laughs> that was strong <laughs> you
1: had such a strong
0: run up and then just sort of fizzled um, <laughs> we'll be here all right yeah see ya <laughs> no
1: no, no. What? we can't just let, yeah see ya i don't know uh hey by the it's way our we, show
0: we can do whatever we want
1: it's, it's true fuck I'm, you <laughs> i'm i'm evil and angry um uh, leave us a review as well on iTunes. Oh, thank you. It, it's please. definitely very helpful to us. <laughs> thank you, please. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. And the, you get a special shout out if um, you leave a review with the
0: name um, Ballistic Calzone. Okay, um, I like that. Yeah,
1: we will. We will. Uh, talk about you on the next episode
0: yeah but then we will also have to fight you to the death with kool-aid bombs
1: true and if you were kool-aid into your review somewhere yes. you extra points
0: as well yeah look inside this book club drink our kool-aid
1: all right until next time see ya circus peanuts destroy cities and digestive systems yeah <laughs>